Good morning. How's it going, my friends? <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. I recently finished the book Think and Grow Rich. It's by Napoleon Hill. If you have not heard of it, then I highly recommend looking it up. Highly recommend it. This was actually the second time I read it. And uh, the reason I, I reread it was I was visiting with a friend and, and he was reading it. And uh, I was like, yeah, I read that book. Yeah, it's pretty good. And then he asked me, well, how many times have you read it? And I, I was like, well, just one, you know, I already know the ending. <laughs> and he kind of chuckled and shook his head. And then he shared the story with me from um, one uh, an influencer that I, I really enjoy watching and their content uh, is Tony Robbins. So you might, if you haven't heard of Tony Robbins, you should look up him too because uh, that guy is a ball of energy and, you know, a forward thinker, positive thinker, very charitable just an absolute man of a man. <laughs> and uh, so Tony Robbins, uh, he has a story from when he first started out, right? He's got an inspiring story where he he grew up super poor, destitute, and um, was kind of in the rat race, just trying to make ends meet. And then he met um, with, he finally you know, met someone who was, he, he had known who was also in that situation, who had changed his life and was now making millions of dollars. And so he was like, he's like, man, what, what are you doing that? You know, like, I want to do it too. What, where's the secret sauce, man? And the guy said, well, I, I started following, I, I went to one of these conferences by Jim Rohn and, uh, he's like, Jim Rohn, who's that? And he was like, well, you got to go. Cause it's a life-changing you know, conference. He, he talks about a lot of different things that really optimize your life. And then, you know, it makes real changes as you can see in my own life. So, um, you know, Tony Robbins was like, okay, well I'll go. And he scrapes together $35, which was for him at that time, all he would make in a month. And, uh, and he paid for a conference and, um, and so he goes and he meets with Jim Rohn and his life has totally changed. And at some point he's able to actually, it wasn't in that first meeting, but you know, like Jim Rohn recommended to read Think and Go Rich. He read it. And then like sometime later he was visiting with, um, Jim Rohn. He was like, you know, I've had some great changes, but I'm still not making, you know, I'm I'm not rich. I'm not making millions and, and I really want to, what's, what's the deal? What do I need to do next? And Jim's like, well, have you read Think and Grow Rich? And Tony's like, well, yeah, you know, I read it. And when he asked him how many times he read it, Tony said the same thing I said. It was just like, well, one, you know, I already know the ending. <laughs> and then Jim Rohn says, well, I've read it, it was, I can't remember the exact number, but it was like 30 times. I've read it 30 times. And when you read, read it 30 times, then come talk to me and uh and we'll see where you're at with your finances so he just kind of made it this dedication to read and reread think and grow rich um and so when i heard that story i was like oh okay well i guess i should reread it and when i read it the second time um it was it it felt like a totally different book like some of the stories were familiar but just totally um there's other things that stood out in just a different way and one of the things that stood out and it has impressed me, um, and it's really captured in the title, Think and Grow Rich. And it's think, comma, and grow rich. What stood out to me is this. 
if you really want to, you know, create change in your life and in your business, if you want an extraordinary business that lets you live life on your terms and it creates wealth and it creates value for the world and it's honest and it's perpetual and it grows, then you really have to build time into your day where you think and at first when I, I started hearing about that notion I was like well come on I, I think all the time <laughs> you know like when I come across a problem I, I think for a moment second and I was like okay well this is what I'm going to do and then you go out and try to solve it but that's not really thinking it's not I mean like you have some surface level thoughts but it's not deep thinking it's not life-changing thinking. Some it, It's Band-Aid thinking. <laughs> you know, you're just stacking Band-Aids one on top of another trying to solve these problems. But if you want true game-changing thoughts, you've got to build in time of your day that's dedicated to thinking. And you, everyone needs to figure out at, at their, you know, what time works for them. Some in the early morning, some sometime in midday, some in the evening. But um, whatever works for you, find the time and carve it out. When I started doing this, um, I was surprised at how hard it was to think and to just keep my mind maybe clear. Right? I, I set a timer and my goal was to, you know, think about one topic for 15 minutes. I was like, that's easy. I do this every, I mean, I, I can do this easy. I mean, I was maybe, maybe 45 seconds into it before a barrage of thoughts of like things that, I, like to-do list items, things that I had to get done started creeping in. And then my mind started like focusing on those things. And um, I was like, oh man, only 45 seconds. So it was, it's a mental exercise to get into this groove of thinking, but it's absolutely a prerequisite to, you know, lasting, lasting success. And so, um, you know, just this morning I woke up and was ready. I I have a, a mountain of things and projects that I really wanted to execute on. But today I said, you know what, I, I think this is important. I'm going to continue to carve out 15 minutes and just try to think. And again, it was, it was hard. It was excruciating. Um, I really made it to like f- maybe five minutes before uh, it was just too hard to keep all the other like to-do list items out of my thoughts. And then I had to kind of regroup and, and redo it. But um, yeah, like my point is this, on those moments where I've really nailed it, where I've gotten good at thinking, there are... Um, like the clients that I'm trying to serve, all of a sudden I have like these big aha moments that I'm like, man, that's what they need. That's what they want. That's what they've been asking me for. And I just like have been, I haven't connected the dots (laughs) or in my personal life with my wife and kids. And I'm like, this is what they need. This is what they want. Um, And it's hard to sacrifice time to it because you feel like you're wasting it, not getting things done. But in reality, I've started to feel more like I'm in control. Whereas before, you know, like 
I, I would, I would be like, well, I, I've got so many things to do. And then all of a sudden something important would sneak up on me, like someone's birthday or like Valentine's day or, you know, Christmas or something. And because in, and so to like kind of celebrate or honor the person, um, you know, like especially Valentine's day, like honoring my wife and, um, like that sort of thing. It was kind of like last minute thoughts. They were half baked. They're superficial. And, and usually it was just, if you try to throw money at it, you know, like, Oh, well it's last minute. I just, I guess I got to buy some flowers or buy some this or that. Just like show that I'm being thoughtful. But that's the irony is that I actually wasn't being thoughtful very much because I wasn't carving out time for thinking for thoughts, for consideration, for, you know, what, what does my wife really want? And, and what does she need? Uh, anyway, so I, this has just been on my mind because I recently finished that book. There's a couple other books that have shown me like how to use that time. Yeah, it's like Think and Grow Rich does have some, like he, he sets forth what he does to think. And then um, you know, John C. Maxwell writes a couple of excellent books about thinking, called like Thinking for a Change or How Successful People Think. Um, you know, Brian Tracy, he writes about like thinking. So Brian Tracy is just world-renowned salesperson. And so, yeah. Anyway, that's my thoughts. Is I, I really just wanted to just say what I'm learning about carving out time for thought and thinking and show you the benefit and the change it had in my life and say, really, this group is all about trying to become high performers, build some anti-fragility into your business. And I I just don't think it can happen without this practice of thinking. Like just today at the gym, I was talking with someone and, you you know, he's become a good friend and you know, today he gave me like his favorite stock pick, right? He, he invested in a particular company and he's a, you know, he's, he's getting into day trading. So he picked a volatile stock and anyway, in like one day it was up 300% or something crazy like that. And, um, he's like, wow, you got to check it out. You know, it's awesome. And, and maybe it is, I mean, obviously it worked for him and, and you know, like he claims that there's this formula and whatnot that you follow and and maybe there is, but maybe it's just luck, right? Or maybe it's a formula that has worked for a month or, or a couple months or maybe even a year, but it wouldn't be able to, you know, handle the next kind of market shaking event or something. Right. Um, and so like my point you know, just sharing that story is that there's no shortage of people who are like willing to share like the hot stock tips. And if you, if you were to flip on the TV and watch the news, there's no shortage of tragedy and calamity. And, you know, you should you know, worry about this or worry about that. And then there's advertisements and people are just trying to grab all your attention and they've migrated into getting it really good so that on social media, you know, they can, grab your attention in a split second and stop you from scrolling through your Instagram or Facebook or LinkedIn or something. And so like the, uh, my point in saying all this is that 
from the moment you like wake up and start your day to the moment you go to sleep, if you're not taking control of a certain portion and being deliberate about thinking, there are people who are trying to grab your attention and trying to get into your thoughts all the time. And they're, they're really good at it. Like there's whole entire fields and college degrees and, you know, billions of dollars each year are spent on trying to calculate how to get a message into your mind, right? That's what advertising is. <laughs> trying to get this in front of you. And, uh, and so if you're not, if you're not saying, I mean, you got to realize that that's just part of life, right? And some of that information is good and helpful and some of it's distracting. Some of it's downright bad and awful. Uh, there's kind of a mix. And if you're not carving out some time and say, you know, this 15 minutes on my calendar, that's mine and nobody else gets it. And you guard it fiercely. If you're not doing that, then I'm afraid it's going to be hard to decode and discern the myriad of messages that you get from all kinds of places, right? Every time somebody recommends a stock tip, you're going to think it's shiny and kind of jump on that instead of doing, it might, again, it might not be bad, but it might not be your very best work, the thing that you're called to do. It might not be the one thing that you should do today that will move the needle for your business or your life. And, and so really when we call out to our tribe, we're also saying, you know, this tribe, we think. We take the time to think. And why do we do it? Because the world needs thinkers and not reactors. And we have a moral obligation to ourselves, our families, our businesses, and our clients to be thoughtful. So, what are you going to do today to think? <laughs> Thanks for joining in.